Welcome to the Somos Church Podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio and Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen. Come on, can you make some noise this morning? Because you made it a church. You excited you made it to church today? Yes, yes. Someone partied too hard on New Year's? No, a couple of you? Some of you are like, the party was the couch, a lot of food, and kind of saying New Year's, you know? You kind of like, as you get older, that happens to some, right? Not to me. I'm getting older and getting more energy. Someone with me, you know, the older that you get, it's like you feel more energetic, you're like, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so excited uh, to be here this first Sunday of the year. I truly believe with my whole heart that there's no better way to start the year off by saying, God, I'm going to put you first. God, you're going to be first. I'm going to worship you. Like, we make so many priorities in our lives, right? Like, we're going to go to so-and-so's house, and every year we go to my in-laws or to so and the party and this, that, right? Like, we make so many different priorities, and I believe the best priority that we can make in our lives, not only in the first, uh, you know, Sunday of the year, but every single day of saying, God, I am going to put you first. So I'm so glad that you're putting God first today. Can you look to your neighbor and tell them, I'm so glad that you're putting God first. I am so glad so glad. I believe, uh, I believe, first of all, for me, that this is going to be my best year yet. Uh, I don't know. I just have to say that. Uh, but I'm also believing that for you, that this can be the best year of your life. Could you kind of agree with me on that, that this can possibly be the best year of your life? Can you announce to your neighbor, hey, this is going to be my best year? Come on. Can you have that little bit of confidence? Like, this is going to be my best year. I believe that. I believe that with my whole heart. Every single year, uh, my wife and I, we pray. Uh, we, we pray together to see, okay, what is going to be the word of our year? What's going to be like our marching orders uh, for our home, for our church? Like, what's going to be the word that God is giving us? And for us, it kind of like sets the pace for the whole year. Uh, I believe it's almost like God given us a sense of direction for the whole year. Uh, a whole lot of things happen through, you, uh, through the year, but when you have some kind of north, when you have some kind of guide, some kind of direction, it helps you when things come your way. Uh, so what we felt from God uh, this year, it is this phrase, this is it, this is it. Come on, can you say it with me? This is it. This is it, and this is what we believe God's saying, hey, this year is it. This is it, and this is going to be your year. This is going to be the year that you give it your all, like this is it. So uh, we're starting the year off with this word, uh, with this new series. Like you guys know, when we go into a new series, it's not only what we're going to be talking about through the month, but it's truly something that we feel it is that we're stepping into. So I want to encourage you today to know that you're stepping into a season. You're stepping into a year of this is it. I wanted 
uh, to just be impregnated in your heart, and we're going to expand uh, today. We're going to set a part of the foundation through the rest of the month. We're going to be building on top of that, but also through the year, this is something that is going to be our north. Come on, I'm going to annoy you today. Can you say with me, this is it? This is it. Come on, we're going to live like this is it. We are going to love like Come on, it's not only me today, okay? You're going to help me out. We're going to give like, we're going to serve like, we're going to pray like, we're going to heal like, we're going to work like, we're going to learn like, we're going to be healthy like, we're going to grow like. Come on, this is the year of this is it. This is it. You're going to grow, you're going to learn, we're going to... Go into it full force with God. God is the main thing that if we press on like this is it, everything else falls into place. Uh, as we start today, I don't know how many of you have ever gotten to a point of like, like this is it, and I'm talking about like the negative kind of this is it. Like you were in a relationship that it got to the point that, you know what, like this is it, <laughs> like no more. Like, like, you know, they're not, that's why they're now your exes, you know, <laughs> like, like, this is it, you know, it's too much. You got to that point of there's not much more that you can handle. It's just like, this is it, man. Like, you're gone. Peace out, you know, ghosting, full force, not replying, blocked, unfollow. Uh, you know, now we're living in days that we don't cut pictures uh, off, you know, you just block, you know, it's a little bit less savage. Uh, it's way less savage, you know. Um, you get to a point sometimes in life like, you know what, enough is enough. Enough is enough. This is it. Maybe it was a relationship. Maybe it was a job. You know, you worked at a place that, yeah, it was good for a while, but then after certain things, you God tired of certain things, and you're like, you know what? This is it. Like, enough is enough. You, you put yourself first, and you said, no mas, fini. This is it. Uh, maybe it is, uh, you know, career path that you were, you were in a career, and you were like, you know what? This is, it doesn't feel right. It's not good for me anymore. This is it. Maybe it is some family members that you love, but you were like, you know what? I don't need no more drama. You know, like, this is it. You put some boundaries. You said enough is enough. Uh, I, I believe there's nothing more powerful in our lives than we get when we get to that point of this is it. And it can be people, jobs, careers, but... But it's also certain things in our lives, right, that we say, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to handle, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow certain things in my house anymore. This is it. You know, I have a beautiful daughter. I have two, but one of them, my first uh, born daughter, she's so beautiful. She's, uh, I love her so much. She is the most loving little girl in the entire world. She's my everything uh, but she's getting into this point, you know, she's six years old and she's starting to speak back more than I would love to, more than I'd like to, sorry. Uh, she's getting a little bit of attitude, uh, you know, and 
boldness and courage and strong character. And, and it's hard because, like, we can think, like, well, who does she get it from? And both mom and dad are really intense personalities, you know? So, of course, the product was going to be this really intense little one. Uh, but we've gotten to a point, right, of like, like this is it. Like, you're not going to speak back. Like, we're drawing the line and we're saying, this is it. There's things that you can do. There's things that you can't. We're teaching her, like, you can communicate, but the way you communicate makes all the difference. Like, this is it. There are certain things in our lives that we need to get to the point of, this is it. We're not going to allow it in our marriages and our friendships and our family lives. Like in every single area, we need to get to a point of saying, this is it. There's some unhealthy things. There's some healthy things like this is it. Enough is enough. And, 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 and obviously this happens in really big ways, in really big things, right? Things that matters, emotions, jobs, all of this, but, but it happens in little ways uh, and in little things too. The power of this is it. I'm calling it the power of this is it, you know? Uh, I, every now and then I get into these modes of the power of this is it, that enough is enough. Uh, I don't know how many of you in your homes you have that, uh, that spot that doesn't have a name, but we all use it as our landing ground. Like, where does this go? We don't know. You just put in that drawer. Do you have that drawer in your house? Like, that drawer that's like, you open it up and it's like, what? A kid is in here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you just find random stuff. You know, you find birth certificates. You know, you find credit cards of other people. Like, you just, it's like the designated spot for everything uh, you have that in your home? Well, in my house, we don't only have a drawer. <laughs> we, we don't only have one spot. My wife, she is extra, right? So she can't just have one, right? Like, she needs to have multiple designated spots for everything. So we have a spot like that in our garage where she opens up the truck and it's like, where do I put this? Oh, you know, like, there, you know. And, and it doesn't stop in the garage, right? There's also another spot like in the washer and on top of the dryer. And then you walk a little bit further into our homes and, and there's another drawer where it has a bunch of stuff. And, and then there's also in the kitchen another area. So uh, throughout our home, there's multiple spots. We're blessed like that of randomness all around. And every now and then I get that power of this is it, where I say enough is enough. I get this supernatural courage. I get this supernatural determination, this supernatural just energy, and I go crazy. Come on, honey, you can say amen to that. And I go into organizing mode. Like, I get to a point of enough is enough with all these random little spots, and I grab everything and put it in her side of the bed. No, just kidding. I don't, I don't do that. That would be too savage. No, no, I get into organizing mode. I get into cleaning and organizing, but it's crazy because it, it, throughout the year, it happens randomly. I, I just get like 
crazy, like enough is enough. I snap, I go into laser focus mode and I go, like nothing can stop me. Like yesterday was one of those days. Like, no, like I started just like organizing and cleaning and, and I have plans for the next two days to continue to do that, okay? Like it just happens that I get to this point of enough is enough. This is it. I need to do something about it. I, need, I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care if I don't know where to put stuff. Something rises on the inside of me that says, this is it. And I just pray that this year we can get that kind of tenacity, courage, energy for the things that matter in our lives. Like, I pray and hope that this year I can get that laser focus crazy. I even have crazy eyes when I'm doing that, you know? I'm like, no one bothers me, you know? I'm just like, you know, doing it. And I start like commanding the whole troops, you know? I can't wait for my other two kids to grow a little older, you know, to start pointing them at what to do, you know? But, but I get laser focused. I start pointing, let's do that, honey. You do that, you do and, and And we get it done. I pray and hope that I can get this year that kind of tenacity of this is it, that kind of courage, that kind of boldness, that kind of energy for my relationship with God. That I can get that focus and that energy to, to, to heal every single area of my heart that is broken. Like I pray and hope that I can get that energy to work out this year, man. <laughs> I, can, I really hope and pray that this year I can get that to that point of this is it for eating healthy. And my prayer for you this year is the same, that we can all go into this together as a community and say, this is it. That something rises up on the inside of you and say, I'm going to read the Bible like I've never read the Bible in my life. That you get to that point of like, man, I'm going to pray like I've never prayed before in my life. That you get to a point that you say, I'm going to love, I'm going to reach out, I'm going to actually talk about God to other people. I'm going to pray for other people that we can all together get to the point of grabbing on tenacity and determination and say, this is it. That this is the year that we're going to commit to God, that we're going to follow God, that we're going to allow ourselves to change into the person that God created you and I to be. Come on, that we can get to this point of enough is enough. This is it. I need a change. I need a fresh start. I need some new habits, new rhythms, new things in my life. I need to start spending differently. I need to start saving differently. I need to start doing some different things. Enough is enough. Come on. And if we're going to do this, if we're going to catch this spiritual thing of this is it, you're going to need some determination. You're going to need some courage. You're going to need some strength. Come on, have you ever been in front of a change that you need to make desperately? Like, you, you need some, some strength, some effort, some tenacity. You need some stuff in order for you and I to make those change. And not only for us to make them momentarily, but to make them a part of our lives. Like, you need some strength. And what I love about God in Philippians 4.13, this super famous scripture and one of my favorite scriptures says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. 
I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Can we read this together? I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Come on, can you say it with, with, with a little bit of this spiritual thing of this is it. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Imagine if we believe this, that you can do all things. I believe one of our worst enemies in our lives, it is ourselves. We put the cap to our lives. We are our own worst enemies. Sometimes the devil doesn't even have to do anything. <laughs> he just has to, you just go, <laughs> do, do life, man. You're, you're, you're too wild, too crazy, you know. You'll, you'll do my job easier, you know. Like, and we actually do it, you know. We put the cap to the things that we can accomplish. We, we put some limitations in our life. Think about this. God created us in his image. In creation, he spoke, he spoke everything into existence and he started creating everything, right? Every single day. And he got to the point that he said, you know what? I'm gonna create humans in my own image. He spoke us into existence. He formed us. Everything through him is possible. Everything. When you start reading the promises of God, it is crazy to see the possibilities that we can actually live out in our lives. That's why this year I want to encourage you, you need to read like you've never read before. Like, this is it, because you'll start to discover who God created you to be. Like, it's crazy, and I can't find a better word to say than crazy, because he literally said, you know, Jesus came, and he started doing miracles, signs, wonders, raising people from the dead, multiplying food, like doing insane things. And then he said, greater things you will do in my name. Greater things. Like, Jesus, are you okay, man? Like, like, you're doing all of this. What are you saying? Like, we can do so much through him. The possibilities are endless in what your life can look like. Let's not put the cap this year because our job is hard. Because this is hard or that is hard. We're caring the spirit of the living God on the inside of us, and all things are possible through him. All things are possible through him. In the middle of adversities, in the middle of challenges, in the middle of the things that you're facing, all things are possible through him who strengthens you. So when I'm saying, hey, this is it, this is your year, you can approach it, you can do things, you can conquer things, it's not in your strength. It is in God's strength that you and I can do that. Philippians 3, chapter 3, verse 13 says, Dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, 
is calling us. Come on. If we're going to go through this year like this is it, you need some determination, courage. You need to do some things. You need to realize that it is not through your strength. But I want to encourage you today, like Paul is saying here, you need to forget the past. You need to forget the past. Again, our greatest limitation, it is ourselves. We are our greatest enemy. But another cap that we also put on is always comparing our lives with the past. Sometimes our limitation is our comparison to the past. We used to do that. I used to do that. That's the way we used to do it. And that's what I learned. And that's how I learned it. And in the moment we're speaking that, we're putting the cap. We're limiting ourselves and we're limiting God for what he wants to do. And that's not even counting the shame and guilt of our mistakes. That's not even counting all the decisions we have made that backfired. And then we start to go into guilt tripping ourselves, right? And God's wanting to encourage us today, this first Sunday of the year, that he's telling us, hey, if I forget about your sins as far as east is from the west, who are you to continue to condemn yourself continuously? Come on, God is saying, forget about the past. All things are made new. And he says this continuously throughout his word. Come on, you need to forget the past and you need to look forward. A really awesome Mexican guy said, catch a new vision for your life. You need to catch a new vision. You need to look forward. And this is what I want to encourage you. You need to look forward without a point of comparison. You need to look forward like if you were a baby, like if you were a child, like if you just believed everything that God says. Forget the past. That's why he said forget the past because we can, as we look into the future, as we look into the vision that God has for us, you don't want to limit that vision because the things that you're comparing it to from the past. Can you just look at the endless opportunities in the future for you? Can you look forward today into the endless possibilities in your business? Well, yeah, but you don't know what the situation is in my business. You start comparing in the past. Can you look forward in your marriage like if the opportunities are endless? Well, you don't know the things that we have faced. You're putting a cab. You're putting a limitation. Well, like your job, can you look at your job, at your career today and look at the endless opportunities that you have, the vision that God has for you in your job? Well, you don't know how hard, how tedious, you don't know my coworkers, my boss, you don't know how bored, you don't know, and you're putting a cap. Can you today make a commitment of saying, this is it? I'm going to look at this in a brand new way. I'm going to look forward. I'm going to catch a new vision and I'm going to press on. You need to press on. You need to press on. You need to grab that determination, boldness, courage, and just press on. How do you press on? How do you find that determination, that passion? How do you find that? Because you have a calling. You have a purpose. You have a new vision. The greatest motivator in our lives is knowing that you have a calling. 
So can I leave you some homework today as you go home and you start this year off? Where is, what is your calling this year? What is your purpose this year? And, 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 and God has so many things to speak about that in your personal life. But can I encourage you to find that where you're at right now? Because sometimes when we approach calling and purpose and vision, we almost feel like we're standing in front of a massive ocean. Like, okay, yeah, I've heard this calling purpose vision thing before. I don't know, like, I can do this, that, 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 or the other. But can, today, I can, can I encourage you to find your calling and your purpose and your vision where you're at? I believe God made following him and living in his fullness really simple. We make it complicated. I don't feel God is like, well, you're going to accomplish your vision, your purpose, your calling, your vision, when you let go of everything and you're in retirement and you're feeding kids in Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we think it's this big drastic thing, and I believe God's like, no, today where you're at, where you're at. 2022 is, this is it, is not, it's not treating it like, well, whenever I make that decision. No, it's in where you're standing as you treat it like this is it. Like this is the job that God gave me. Like this is the career that God gave me. Like this is the marriage that God gave me. This is the friendships that God gave me. This is the family that God gave me. This is the creativity that God gave me. This is the wisdom. This is what God gave me. I know I have a calling. I know I have a purpose. How do I start to do it today? What is your calling in your job? What is your purpose in your job? And maybe God calls you to another career, to another job. I'm not saying that he is not. In fact, sometimes we're waiting for that promotion or that opportunity, and that never comes because God is waiting for us to treat today like this is it. And we, when we treat today like this is it, then stuff tar starts to unfold and open up. Come on, this is it. Treat today like this is it and find your calling and write it down. What is your calling this year in your job? What is, write it down. What is your vision in your job? Write it down. What is that purpose? What, what is in your marriage? Like, what is it this year? I, I, I don't know about you, but I don't like waiting a whole lot. I'm really impatient. And sometimes we, we think Sometimes we think if, if we're just waiting for the next, like, and we start planning for the next, things are going to unravel, but then we're waiting all the time. Have you ever realized that? Like, we're always on this point of waiting for the next, waiting for the next opportunity, waiting for the next thing, the next house, the next car, the next this, the next. Like, we're always on this state of mind of waiting for the next. This year, I don't want to do that, personally. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to treat each day like this is it. And I want to catch on everything that God has for me and what I have today. And that is my prayer for you, that, that this year you would find this determination, courage, boldness to say, this is it. I'm going to give it my all in every single area, in every single aspect, in every single relationship, in everything I do. I'm going to treat it like this is it. Like this is it. And again, I love it because all of this, we do it through God and in God.
But one thing that we do face whenever we're in this, in this point of saying, I'm going to change, I want to do certain things, I'm going to treat it like this is it, as you're exploring what is the calling and the purpose and the vision, I, I just want to speak about this because I, I believe, again, it's, it's really unknown. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look into what is the calling that God has for my marriage? What is the calling that God has for my parenting? What is the calling that God has for me in my job, eight to five, like, what is it? Like, like I've done this for a while now, and it's like, I mean, you're speaking about this, and it sounds great, but, but, but what is that thing? What are you talking about? You know what I'm like? It's unknown. It's undiscovered territory. It is something that you have never walked into. Like, I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better parent this year, and, and this is it, right, for me. I want to do it, but when I'm, whenever I'm standing in front of this concept, it's like, well, I've never done all of that in a great way, or the way I think it's a great way. So it's like a blank new canvas. It's unpainted. You're in front of that big sea, right? Like, you want to go, you want to paint it, but you've never painted before. You want to walk, but you've never walked on water before. Like, you want to do these things. You and I want to treat our jobs like this is it and my calling and my purpose is in my job and, and my biz. Like, but it's unknown. It's under, undiscovered. It's unexplored. It's unconquered territory. So, so what do we do and how do we do this? That is the big question. If this is it and we are going to do this thing and we want to do it in a healthy way, in a right way, how do we do it? And the number one thing that we need, and I wish I can give you a super deep answer to this, but it's often the most simple things, the things that work, but the simple things are the things that we don't do. What you and I need when we're in front of a blank canvas, when you and I are in front of a massive open sea, when you and I are in front of my parenting and not knowing how to do it in my marriage, in my job, at school, that next step in my life, that great step and healthy and, and just incredible things that God, like when we're in front of that, what we need, desperately need, is God's guidance. Like we need God's guidance. You need a professional to come and tell you this is how you paint. You want to grab this. You want to lay it out first. This is what you want to do. When you're in front of that big ocean, what you and I need is someone that says, hey, take that first step. What you and I need in our parenting is for God, an expert, to come and say, this is how you do it. In your marriage, in my marriage, what we need is a professional to come and say, hey, this is what you need to do. In our jobs, right, that we feel stuck or whatever, in whatever ways you feel, right, like what you and I need is an expert to come and guide you and give you direction. And these are the things that you're not seeing. This is what you need to do. We need an expert. We need guidance. We need direction. We need the one who knows what is the vision. We need the one who knows everything. We need guidance. We need direction. We need God. 
Can I encourage you not only to come to God on Sundays? Can I encourage you not only to come to God in the mornings when you wake up, when you're about to eat a meal, say thank you, Jesus, for this meal? Can I encourage you to not only go to God right before you go to bed and say, God, help me. <laughs> Can I encourage you this year to go to God and say, God, give me direction. Give me guidance. Give me vision. Can I encourage you to approach God like if you have never approached him before? That even in God, that you would forget your points of reference that you have from him. And you would just approach him in a brand new way, like a child, like childlike faith. That you would approach him and just say, God, I'm going to look to you. And if you are real and if the word says that you're living on the inside of me, your fullness is right here, right now. I'm going to believe it. Speak to me. That sounds scary, right? Like God speaking to you, right? It's like, hey, son, you know, like you're doing this wrong. God's not terrifying. Well, maybe he is in a magnificent way. But can we start opening up our hearts and say, God, speak to me in a fresh way, in a brand new way. Can you speak to me? And this is the thing that I love about God. God loves to relate to you and I. God, if you need a God that's like, hey, <laughs> that's for you to wake up, you know. Uh, if you need that, if God knows your heart and God knows, he'll come to you in that way. He loves to relate to you. That's why God sent Jesus. Because he loves to relate to you and I. He sent God himself into a human form to relate to you and I. He loves to relate to you and I. God said, I'm going to take it a step further. I want to relate with you. I'm not only going to come in a human form, but I'm going to come in a spiritual form because I want to relate to you. God, God loves to relate to you and I. So this year, can I encourage you like, God, I want to hear you in a new way. I need your guidance in a new way. And, and, and not only for the things in the future, but for the things of right now for the things that matter, for my finances, for my friendships, for, for, for my relation, like for my job, for my school, for the right now, God, can you speak to me? Can you speak to me? Because if God is our foundation, everything in our lives will flow. Everything in our lives will start to align. You know, today, as we are laying the foundation for this series, right, for, for this topic that we're going to be, talk about, uh, be talking about for this month and this year, uh, I, I want to give you a couple of points today as, as, as we uh, go into uh, this first message of the year. Some, some points uh, that we can hold on to as we go into this is it. This is it, okay? So how do you make God that this is it? And I love, because I'm going to uh, grab a couple of these points from creation. So Genesis chapter 1, and it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. 
The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night, and evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. So as we grab a couple of points, right, that that this is it and how do we do it when we're in front of this blank canvas. I believe there's a couple of points here that we can look, you know. And, and I love that it says that in the beginning, the earth was formless and empty. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. And I believe, again, when we're standing in the beginning, today is the beginning, the beginning of new decisions, the beginning of new things that God has for you, when we're standing in front of the beginning, a whole lot of things are formless and empty. You, you and I are standing in front of our finances, and, and for a lot, they're formless and empty. Come on, don't say amen to that, okay? <laughs> when we're standing in front of our debt, right, it's like form, form, formless, empty, and darkness covers it, you know, like when we're standing in front of the ways and the way we handle our lives, it's formless, it's empty, there's darkness. When we are standing in front of marriage, relationships, dating, friendships, parenting, it's formless, it's empty. And, and I love God here saying, hey, in the beginning, it is formless, it is empty, there is darkness in the beginning stages of whenever you first got a job. You were excited, but you were like, what am I doing here? What is this? Who are all these people? Like, it's formless. It's empty in the beginning of your marriage. I don't know about you, but for, for me and Beatrice, it was formless, empty, and dark. Man, it was like, what are we doing? You know, it's, it's crazy. When you have your first kid, like, it's formless. Like, in the beginning, it is formless. It is empty. It's, it's, there's darkness. You don't know what to do. Come on, have you ever been there in the beginning of your business, in the beginning of different situations in your life, in your emotional health, right? It's like, ah, oh, man, there's, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to get out of it. Like, it's formless in the beginning. Come on, in fitness. Like, I want to get fit this year. And it's like, where do I even start, man? Like, I love food. Don't take that away from me. You know, like, it's formless. It's empty. Like, how do we do this thing? And we can have the desperation for change. We can have the motivation for change. But it's formless. It's empty. And what I want to encourage you today is that in the same way as creation, in the beginning, God created heavens and earth. The earth was formless, empty, and darkness covered it. The same way in different areas of our lives that it can feel formless, empty, and darkness is covering it. The same way. I love that it says that the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface. The Spirit of God was there. The Spirit of God was there. My first point today for you is God is it. This is it. God is it. In the middle of all of those things that you have faced, that you are facing, the Spirit of God is covering. He is hovering in them. 
You and I think that we're alone, that God doesn't know, that God doesn't care, but we don't know, we don't sense that God's hovering over those things. God is hovering over your life. He is right there. He's moving. He's guiding you without you even knowing. I love that uh, there was a crucial moment in my life. I was an atheist. I was a drug addict. I was an alcoholic. I, I was formless, empty, and darkness all over. Like, I didn't, know, I didn't know what I was doing with my life, and I was an atheist. I didn't believe in God. So, but I remember even in that darkness, in that moment, I, one day I started feeling this kind of depression and my emotions started just like, I, I don't even know how to explain it back then. But I just started feeling like this void and emptiness and in the middle of those emotions that I was feeling, that depression, I said something that I don't even know how it came out because I didn't believe in God. I just said, God, if you're real, do something. And I love that God, he doesn't respect our beliefs. God doesn't respect our thoughts. He is God. So even in my life, without me believing in him, he was there. And even, even in the middle of that depression, that void, that confusion, he was there. Now I know that all those things that I was feeling was God. It didn't feel pretty. It didn't feel nice, but I know God was moving something in me. I, I know he was hovering over me. He was moving over me to push me into some things in my life. Whatever darkness you're facing today, whatever emptiness you're facing today, whatever confusion, whatever lack of clarity, I want to encourage you. God is it. God is it. He is who he says he is. And he is no respecter of men, ideas, theologies. He is it. And he is hovering over your life. He is hovering over your situation. He is hovering over you. He is around you. He is in you because you and I are his children. God is it. Don't think that you're alone. Don't think that you're empty. Don't think that you're depression, your emotions. Don't think that you're alone. God has said he is in you. And I love, right, because first we need to know that he is God and he is with you. And if God is for you, then who can be against you, right? And, 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 and then he takes it in verse 3 and he says, hey, let there be light. And there was light. God said, there, let there be light and there was light. So God said it. In creation, God said, let there be light and there was light. God spoke things into existence. God's word had the power to create things. So in the beginning, in, in the formless, empty things of our, of our lives, what do you and I need? We need God's word. God's word creates things. God's words makes things happen. Come on, if God's word created light, don't you think in your lives and in my life, God's word could do something? Can I challenge you to read the word this year like this is it? Like if you desperately need it, because you do. Come on, as you 
declare his words, things start to shift and to happen. Can I encourage you as you're going into this is it to start confessing and declaring some things. I love my wife because she's great at this. She challenges me in this, in declaring things, in speaking things into existence. Can you start to declare some things for your business? Can you start to declare and confess some things into your marriage? Can you start declare and confess some things into your singleness? Yes, I'm confessing a lot of my singleness. Can you start to confess and declare some things? Come on, can you confess some things in your life? Can you declare some things in your life? And can I encourage you the things that you're declaring and confessing that they're aligned to his word because his word has power. His word changes things. His word creates things. Come on, God said it. If God said it, he will do it. And God said a lot of things, a lot of promises for you and I in his word. Come on, this year is it. Verse, verse four, God separated it. It's trying to be catchy there. God separated it. Uh, let there be light. And there was light, and God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. God separated. So God spoke things into existence, and then he separated things. I want to, I don't know if challenge, I want to push you. I want to step on your toes. You need to separate yourself from some things this year. You need to, like there is a separation between light and darkness. There is. And we're living in this day and age that, nah, man, like everything is all cool and everything's like, we're all one and we're all loved. Like the Bible doesn't speak about that. The Bible is really clear. There are separations. There are things that are right and there are things that are wrong. There's things that are godly. There's things that are ungodly. There's light and darkness. And he sees that that is good. In your life, can you start to, man, I need to separate some things. Like if God is in it, and if God said it, then God's going to separate some things. And that separation is painful. I'm not going to say it's not. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's, it's painful. But when you start living the rewards, man, this, the separation is nothing. Like, I was, I was drinking almost every day. I was smoking two packs of cigarettes. I was doing drugs. And, and you would think when God was hovering and then God spoke things and I started, and I started separating things in my life, you would think it was painful. But yeah, sure, some, but not really. Because I was living the benefits of that separation in my life. Now, this happened many years ago, right? And, and I can look at back then and just be like, you know what? Yeah, I separated some things back then, but now I'm good. It's like, no. Today in my life, there's some things that God wants to separate because he's always calling us to greater and better and higher and new things. This is not only for some people, this is for all of us. Today in all of our lives, there's things that God is saying, hey, maybe that's not bad, but is it good? 
Is the darkness bad? No. But God was looking at higher things, better things. He separated things. He saw the big picture. Come on, this year, can I encourage you to allow yourself to separate yourself from something, to put some boundaries in your life, to create spaces for certain things in your life. As you do that, you're going to see the benefits of all the things that God said. You're going to experience God not only hovering over you, but you're going to experience him in you in a brand new and fresh way. Come on, this is it. This is it. Can I encourage you in your life? God is with you. Can I encourage you in your life? God's saying some things about you and he wants to speak some things through you. But also, God wants to separate you from some things. And he doesn't only want to separate you from some things, but he wants to call you into certain things, surely for the future, but most importantly for today. Can we stand as we close? I'm going to ask Corey to come close in prayer. Come on, yes, for the future, the this is it is for the future, but most importantly, it's for your today. God wants to do some things in you today. God wants for you and I to catch some things for today. You know what? I, I, I feel like in our lives, and, and I've seen it in my life, whenever I try to do things and change things, we, we just, we give up way too easily, right? Like we go into reading the Bible, right? And man, what are these verses? Like what is what's here, man? And it's Sometimes it can be confusing, and, and what is it saying? I don't understand it, right? And, and we just give up. Instead of kind of like asking someone, hey, can you like tell me what's up with this? Like, how do I approach this? And how do I read this? We just give up. Sometimes in prayer, right? Like we pray a little bit, okay, I'm going to go and I'm just going to talk to God, and then we don't hear nothing back or like, what am I doing here? You know, it's weird. And we just give up. We start to try to get healthier in our marriages and we try for a little bit, then it gets a little bit better, then we give up. We try to be healthier in our relationships and our lives and we try for a little bit and then we give up. In our finances, yeah, we tried getting out of debt, but man, it's just like, just give up, you know. <laughs> it's easier not to think about it, you know. We just give up way too easily in the things that matter. Like, it takes a whole lot to you to give up on TikTok. Like, you can be there for a while, man. You don't give up too easily. Netflix, man, it takes a lot for you to give up. Man, I'm waking up tomorrow at 6, it's 2 a.m., but one more episode, one more episode, you know. You see the five, four, three, you skip, you know, like, let's just start it right now, you know? Like, we don't give up in the things that don't matter. We can be in toxic relationships for a really, really long time. We can have unhealthy relationships with people for a really long time and we don't give up. We can have a really unhealthy relationship with a substance and 
we don't give up. We can have unhealthy relationships with the way we handle finances and we don't give up. Like with things that don't matter, we don't give up. And then we try the God thing once a week, every other week, every now and then, the Bible, the prayer. Like we try it a little bit and then it doesn't work out, we give up. Come on, can I encourage you to not give up, to press on, to say this year, this is my year. And Galatians 6, 9 says, let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if, if, someone say with me, if, if we don't give up, if you don't give up. Come on, can this year be the year that you don't give up on God? Because he doesn't give up on you. Can this be the year that you say the same way he's faithful, in response, I'm going to be faithful. This year, can it be the year that you see God's commitment and passion towards you and say, you know what? In return, I'm going to have the same passion and commitment to him. Come on, in gratitude, can we say this year, it's going to be the year that I don't give up on God because he doesn't give up on me. He doesn't give up on you. He hasn't, he won't, and he never will give up on you. Can we close our eyes? God, we pray today that you would soften our hearts, that you would give us courage and boldness to not give up. Don't give up. Don't give up on doing what is good, on doing what is godly. God, I pray today as we start this year that we won't give up in doing what is good, doing what is righteous, doing what is godly, doing what is holy. God, give us today courage, determination, and boldness to look at you first, to put you first above all else, to pursue you, God, to spend time with you, to recognize your presence in our lives, your faithfulness in our lives, to recognize the words that you've spoken over us, to, to know the words that we need to be speaking, God. And I just pray, God, that you would give us boldness and courage to separate things that we need to separate from. God, I pray that we would get to a point today of enough is enough, of this is it. It's time for a change. It's time for more. It's time for you, God. This morning, we invite you not only into our lives, but we invite you to our year. We pray that this would be your year in our life. We declare, we confess, we speak over this year that this is your year, Lord. That this is the year that we're going to put you first above all else that this is the year that we're going to see you in our businesses, at our work, that we're going to see you move in our schools, that we're going to see you move in our marriages, in our relationships, in our dating, that we're going to see you in absolutely every single area of our lives. God, this is your year. Come on, can you confess that if you believe and agree today? Can you say, this is your year, God? This is your year. This is your year in our finances. This is your year in our marriages, in our parenting, in our lives, God. This is your year. We give it to you.
and you alone. Guide us and lead us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, can we all say amen and amen and amen. Hey, thank you so much, family. Uh, I really believe that this year is God's years for you. And I'm just excited to see everything that God's going to do in every single one of our lives. Are you excited for that today? Come on, that's awesome. Hey, uh, say hi to someone. Don't be a stranger. And we'll see you guys next Sunday. Love you all. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you and we hope you have an amazing day.